This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode contains explicit language. Welcome to Mom and Dad are Fighting, Slate's parenting podcast for Thursday, July 14th, the second baby guilt edition. I'm Jamila Lemieux, a writer, contributor to Slate's Care and Feeding Parenting column, and mom to Naima, who's nine, and we live in Los Angeles. I'm Elizabeth Newcamp. I write the homeschool and family travel blog, Dutch Dutch Goose. I'm the mom to three littles, Henry, who's 10, Oliver, who's eight, and Teddy, who's five, and we live in Colorado Springs, Colorado. I'm Zach Rosen. I make the Best Advice Show podcast, and I live in Detroit with my family. My oldest, Noah, is four, and my son, Ami, is one. We are all finally back together! Yay! Yay! Thank you for sticking with us during our summer vacations and schedule changes. We've got a good question today to get us started that might sound familiar if you've got multiple kids. Then on Slate Plus, we're going to talk about a recent article on nacho parenting here's a sneak peek of what you'll hear if you have slate plus and also it's not like okay um you're you're wiping your hands clean of of all of the parenting it's like okay you step out of the room when this drama comes up but then you go and like make lunch for your stepkid or yes, you know yes. do their laundry so it's not like you have no responsibilities in the house if you want a weekly bonus segment from us and your other Slate favorites, consider signing up for Slate Plus. You'll also get to listen ad-free and get unlimited access to the Slate website. To sign up now, go to slate.com slash plus. Again, that's slate.com slash plus. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll dive into our triumphs and fails of the week. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. Let's start with you, Zach. Do you have a parenting win or a parenting fail for us this week? Yes. <laughs> uh, I do have both of those things. We have been out of school slash daycare now for like five weeks. We went on a wonderful two and a half week trip and then got home and the kids got COVID. Uh, oh. I, I got COVID while overseas. You know, we're just in another one of these GD quarantine bubbles where you just lose all sense of space and time and sanity um i know everyone has been through it um so you know what i'm talking about we are approaching the end of it right now 
And just in the last like week or so, my daughter Noah, who's she's going to be five next month, she has just been melting down in ways that are uh, that are unfamiliar to us. She's she's just kind of uh, feeling big feelings and being super annoying, uh, and it. I, I think you know my wife and I both think that it must just have to do with the lack of structure in her life over the last several weeks and you know hopefully she'll be going back to camp she will be going back to camp next week so hopefully that will solve the issue i hope we're not kind of like stepping into a new development period for her where she's emoting the way she has been big time all the time uh like indefinitely i think i think she's just going through a thing but i think i heard janet lansbury talk about like how you can't try to come at your kids meltdowns with logic in the moment like you can't be like well this this is ridiculous noah like you you haven't melted down like this in the past um for this reason like why are you doing it now like you just can't come at it with logic so i i just kind of had that in the back of my mind like and i often try to do it i it's foolishly try to like you know logic my way out of it with her and it has worked zero times out of a hundred so I was just thinking like, okay, he can't be logical. And then I just, the, the, the next thought in my head was stop making sense. Like, stop trying to make sense. Stop making sense. And then I'm like, oh my God, we need to watch the 1984 concert film from the Talking Heads, Stop Making Sense. <laughs> I just need to put that on for Noah right now. And I put on Stop Making Sense. It's on YouTube. And somehow for the next 45 minutes, she and I were both transfixed. She loved it. I couldn't believe it. Um she did have a meltdown shortly thereafter. So I didn't, I thought for a second, like, oh my God, talking heads will solve all my problems. They don't, but temporarily, uh, just like giving her some live music to look at. And we were just talking about all the different elements of the band. It was a short reprieve, um, but much needed. And it was nice to, to expose her to such important music. So, um, that was a, you know, a, a brief little triumph amid, um, the last couple of weeks of, of failures. Well, there's a lot of good music on YouTube and Naima wasn't much older than that when she got addicted to New Edition. So now's <laughs> a good time for indoctrination. Yes. If you're so inclined. Yeah, I think you're right. My um, triumph is is music related. Okay. <laughs> Unbelievably. Yes. I never have music related stuff. Okay. We've been doing a lot of driving and the kids like typically are pretty good in the car. I feel like in the, in the van in particular, we have a lot of space and that's good. And they each kind of have their stuff that they do. But on this recent trip to Chicago, we were in a very small car. So three across in the back and the kids were making me completely insane and it was like henry wanted to only listen to taylor swift and somebody else wanted a podcast and da, da 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 and so i try to always tell them like hey my job is the driver like I, this is the most dangerous thing we do every day and i'm driving this car so like your entertainment is tertiary right but instead i turned around and i screamed sea shanties for everyone because <laughs> i just decided i was done and i would make a decision i do not listen to sea shanties i don't know why it popped into my head but then of course i had to follow through so i turned on sea shanties and the car was si silent silent for probably 45 minutes and i was like okay great we got where we wanted to go what are sea shanties is this a group this is no this is like a type of music in which they are reviving 
old songs from the seafaring days <laughs> and singing like, them. Like, like, oh, like whoa, ho, ho, yeah, ho, yeah, it's a yeah. pirate life for me. It's, it's exactly wow. like that. Yeah, okay. So we, a day later, get into the um, art museum and we are walking around the art museum. And what does my beautiful five-year-old start screaming? Sing me the tea and rum song. Tea and rum, <laughs> tea and rum, tea and rum. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. I'm like, hey, we can do that when we get to the car. Then he bursts out with another favorite. What do you do with a drunken sailor? I have essentially just given my children um, all sorts of language that is <laughs> not really appropriate for public spaces. <laughs> you know, a child running around saying like, um, bring us tea and rum. And now they're all interested in a bunch of them are about like, capturing and dissecting whales there's one um that is apparently very popular on tiktok right now see i didn't know Mm. until then i because i just Mm. asked the phone to play sea shanties thinking like i'm going to best them all but now we are obsessed with sea shanties the children that is all they want to listen to they turn it on on the alexa all the time um we have learned all about what the wellerman is which was the supply ship that brought sugar and rum to ships um, in Australia, we also have hmm. learned about dissecting whales. So as usual, um, something <laughs> that went very well has led down a very bizarre path of which my children are now educated on. That's so should fun. you have questions about um, the days of whaling and, you know, tethering your ship to a whale and what does happen to a drunken sailor, my kids know. <laughs> Their face turns green, right? Yeah. <laughs> well... Mine is a long time. I guess, you know, it's funny. I very well may have recommended the thing connected to my fail, and I'm not fully claiming it as a fail, but this is also like a plea for some help. Um, so when I'm driving, you know, and Naima's in the car and we're going more than, you know, 10 or 15 minutes away, it can get kind of boring for me if. She's on a device and, you know, I can't really do my own music or podcast because I don't want to interrupt her. She doesn't usually have her headphones, which I guess I could also solve this, like, with just making her have her headphones. But, like, let's just say we don't have the headphones, okay? And I do kind of like it that she doesn't always have her headphones in her device so I can keep up with what she's listening to or watching. You know what I mean? Um So that can get pretty boring after a while. Um and so one of the things that we do in the car together to pass the time is playing Family Feud. Um, I enjoy the Family Feud game. It is fun. I do think I may have recommended it before. But, you know, I'm not saying we need to cut it out entirely. It's not always a family-friendly game. Sometimes, like, making whoopee is an answer, and it's so <laughs> awkward, you know. But, like, also, they're just things that, like, a nine-year-old kid wouldn't, you know— think about because she's never had a job or, you know, done the very adult-centric lifestyle things that Family Feud questions are often about. So anyway, my question to you all, audience uh, and co-hosts, I'm looking for an activity for the car that I can participate in. There's got to be some sort of game, like aside from us just listening to a good podcast or book together, which we do from time to time as well, but like if there's some sort of game or activity you know that we can play together while i'm driving i would really like to know about it what i mean the the license plate game has been a a big hit lately around here with my kids which is just finding 
you know, the license plates from all the states and having so, them. Did you do that? <laughs> I may have a muscle car in which my child doesn't get oh, the best can't view. Can't see, can't see. Okay, okay so, so not seeing. You have a what muscle about, car, um, Jamila? I'm learning new things. Oh, I my gosh. My you weren't here during the whole car thing. It was oh, like, yes. like the entire podcast was involved <laughs> in Jamila <laughs> acquiring a Buying car. a car. It was a whole thing. That it was so a whole cool. thing. And then... It, you know, we went through many finding the perfect car. Yes, was also important for her LA situation. Life. Yes. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna need pictures, but I'm 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 sorry that was a digression. So yes, um, you've okay. the, she can't you can't play the license plate game. What about um, some kind of like act- activity card? So like Brain Quest makes some cards, and I think Lonely Planet makes some ones in the car. We do these, and the kids in the back like read out the stuff, mm-hmm. but then I'm participating too in the trivia or coming up with the answers or. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that, because that's more that's kind of yeah, like, like Family Feud, except that this stuff is more geared at her kids. age. But I'm surprised how little of it I actually know. <laughs> you ever try to play interview where you ask her a question Ooh. and then she can ask you a question? Oh, that's a and fun like, question. You can say like there's no I don't know if you want to say like no, no rules, because I don't know if there's something that you don't want to talk about, but like make it seem that like. You know, if she asks you like a, a deep question, she's going to get an interesting response. That sounds fun. Thank you. Let us I know like if that, that works. I will. I feel like Thank that you. could so easily either go great <laughs> or, or be your next. Yeah, totally. She's like, let's play that again because I have some more <laughs> questions. Yeah. I got more questions. Yeah, that could be a can of worms. You could call the game a can of worms. Yeah. Can of worms. <laughs> A can of worms. Well, I will report back on a can of worms. Uh, and thank you in advance, listeners, for any suggestions you may have. And we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we'll get into today's listener question. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. 
Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P.com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. All right, we are back once again, and let's get into the listener question of the day. It's being read, as always, by the lovely Shasha Leonard. Dear Mom and Dad, my son just turned two and got a new baby brother. We expected some transition, jealousy, maybe puzzlement from Julian, but not the parental guilt on my or my husband's end. I love this new baby, of course, but I'm feeling some grief about not being a family of three anymore, and most especially that my son, who was the total center of attention, is now clearly struggling with the whole thing. Any tips or advice for us in navigating these feelings and changes? Second, baby guilt. Let's see. You guys are repeat offenders. Who wants mm-hmm. to go first? Zach, you've gone through it more recently. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, second baby guilt. This guilt is very normal, as I often say. Um, and yeah, I mean, the the transition from one kid to two is so freaking massive. So it makes sense that this is bringing up a lot of these these feelings. And what I would say is just have these conversations and be open about your guilt. It's totally normal and suppressing it does nothing but hurt. Um, And I find, I mean, this is true with like any kind of like guilty territory that we parents feel. I find when I hear people talk about it, it makes me feel so much better and less alone because, oh yeah, I'm not a monster for, for having those same thoughts. So talk to your older kid about this transition talk to talk to them about how much you still love them and that you know it's it's not so easy to be like a big sibling they didn't ask for it but also just know like all these periods of in our in our family life like it's temporary everyone's going to get used to it um in a way that they're not now because it is just so new I, I agree that, like, it's so normal. And in fact, when I read this question, I went back to, like, being in tears as I was going into labor. And what I was mm. upset about was this idea that, like, everything is changing. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking back, I also think this is a time in which you get to help your child and perhaps help yourself navigate one of these life changes and model for them, like, how we go through these, because sometimes they're things like babies that we know are coming, right? Sometimes they are things that we don't know. And I think some of that is that expectation management. So giving yourself grace that like, it's okay that you feel guilty, but you can also, I think, start to try to reframe that when you feel that guilt saying, you know, this is kind of a new phase. And that if I spend all this time looking back at how things were, I'm going to feel guilty. And I'm projecting on a situation that I didn't know, you know, that I don't know. You don't know that things would be better or easier or that your child, you know, would like it more in the present moment if you didn't have this other child. But what you do know is that now they have a sibling and you have this opportunity to be a family of four. And and kind of what joys, challenges, things do that bring moving forward? I, I think it's a good time to remind yourself, too, that the time with your kids is like way more about quality than it is about quantity. Um, mm-hmm. And so if you can make sure that you are still giving your first child this quality, but you're also getting to teach him these skills of like how to be 
a big sibling and how to now be, um, you know, not the youngest member of a family. Like, I think all of these are exciting things to, to watch them learn and grow. And acknowledging the guilt, I think, is important, whether that's with your spouse or um partner, whoever, your friends, like saying, I feel really guilty about this, um, even though I know that I don't have to feel guilty. Like, I do feel guilty I, because those are real feelings that we have to deal with. And spending a lot of time saying, like, I feel guilty and now I feel bad that I feel guilty because I have this new <laughs> baby. You know, there's like, this is a big spiral. Just I give yourself a chance to to adjust to this and set up some good routines. I think there's, we get asked a lot about adding um, children into the family. And I think if you can help this older sibling get some new roles, make sure they're still having quality time with you, whether that's that you put the baby down and then do story. If you guys, if you still do bath time with the big kid, whatever that is, making sure they're still getting that quality time. And then also making sure that they're getting some jobs and quality time with, you know, your partner and with the baby and with with all these other people that are going to be around you. This is also a great time to ask for help. I feel like when you have a baby, there's a lot of people that want to help. And this is a great time to let your kid have some time with other adults in your life that either have older children or, you know, don't have children and have the energy to go do some fun stuff that you couldn't do with a baby. Like, there's so much ample opportunity to let your now two-year-old go do some things like as a big kid or have them watch the baby and you go take them to do do some things. You know, the first time you go play putt-putt or, or whatever it looks like for you that's kind of fun with you and and the big sibling i remember a listener wrote in with a suggestion um a while ago when something similar came up but like in a moment where both of your kids need you at the same time like very explicitly opt for your older kid first and show them that they can that it's not always about the baby and just like in a micro moment like that i think it's a good it's a good practice just to demonstrate that the older one is still very much a priority I would just add, you know, I don't have experience with multiple children, but in my observation, you know, in my experience of being a sibling and, you know, watching my daughter have a sibling, I think it's really important that children get one-on-one time with their parents, no matter what the layout of a family and the larger family can, you know, gets the harder that can be logistically. But I think it's really important. And so I think it's important for your little one um, during this transitional time that he feels very grounded in his relationship to each of his parents. And one way to do that is to make sure that you're getting some one-on-one time. Absolutely. I think, you know, some of the guilt too is like fear. If I, I don't, if you think back of like the, the way your life changed when you didn't have kids, <laughs> having your kids, like this is kind of that same thing. Like you did that. And you're going to do this, too. Mm -hmm. And I don't, you know, I at least didn't spend a lot of time after having the first kid feeling guilty that I wasn't still, like, out doing these things. Like, I miss those things, but I didn't (laughs) feel like, I'm so guilty that I'm not out with my girlfriends because I'm home here. You know, those sort of things. I think if you can give yourself that same kind of grace of, like, my life has has changed a little bit and and that's going to change. I don't know. I... Jamila, I imagine, too, that you you actually had kind of a different perspective even because you watched your daughter get a sibling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and it definitely over the years has required adjustment. You know, I think when she was 
they're only maybe 18 months apart. So she was young when it happened. But, you know, as she's gotten older, there's feelings of resentment at times or, you know, how she fits into the family or, you know, um, who's the favorite kid, which I think is, you know, normal. And I would imagine that any child that's born first has to deal with the idea of now sharing someone or someone's Mm -hmm. that, you know, they didn't have to share before. All right, Letter Writer, we hope that that was helpful. Um, And we are also always very happy for updates. So if you'd like to give us one, um, then please send it along. Anyone else, if this rings true for you, if you have some advice of your own to share with Second Baby Guilt, pass it along. You can send us an email at slate.com or you can send us a voice memo, which we might even play on the show. That's also where you can send us any other questions you have, as well as advice requests of your own. That is it for our show. We'll be back in your feeds bright and early on Monday, so be sure to tune in. And while you're at it, please subscribe to the show and give us a rating and review us on Apple or Spotify. This episode of Mom and Dad are Fighting is produced by Rosemary Belson and Christy Taiwo Macanjola. For Zach Rosen and Elizabeth Newcamp, I'm Jamila Lemieux. Thanks for listening. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You could get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.